0: Welcome to Empowering Her with Monica, the podcast for every woman. Empowering conversations for women, about women, and with women. Conversations on navigating and surviving the storms of life, self-care, sisterhood, parenting, and much more. More importantly, will empower sisters to find hope in every situation, embrace her authentic self, and reclaim her power. Join me for Empowering Her with Monica. Hello and welcome to Empowering Her with Monica. Today, I have my pastor friend, my girlfriend, my sister friend, Pastor Greta Smith with us, and she and I are just going to talk about being women in ministry. So without further ado, I'm going to have um, Greta introduce herself and tell us a little bit about her ministry.
1: Prophetess Greta Smith of the Anointed Vessels Restoration Center here in the great city of Dublin, Georgia, uh, 218
0: Joiner Street in Dublin, Georgia. I've been pastoring for 13 years. Wow. Girl, stop. It's been that long? been 13. I just celebrated 13 years. Wow. It's been a journey, but I'm thankful. Amen. Wow. 13 years. And I saw the flyer and everything about past the anniversary and celebration i just i don't know how i missed 13 years i don't know how i missed that okay so you and i go back a long way we wow yeah (laughs) but let's talk about how has it been um for you as a woman in ministry i guess i guess my first question would be how did you get here how did you end up a woman in ministry
1: wow running from it for a
0: while <laughs> don't we y'all <laughs> yeah. and, and really how it started was um actually i was
1: in another ministry and um sometimes he would say you're a preacher you know and but that was it but he he did allow me to preach and, uh he began to tell me preach prophesied i was like no and he was like you can do it So I started doing it, but I never was ordained or licensed under him. But he he gave me the opportunity uh, to speak on several occasions. Mm -hmm. And uh, so things kind of went left with that ministry. And uh, I was trying to decide what to do. And then I had people that were also in the ministry that were trying to follow me wherever I was going. Mm -hmm. And I was like, uh, you know, we all look for a church. Right, right. I said, Y'all follow me. I don't even know where I'm going. I went at that time. I had went do so much. I didn't even know if I wanted to go to church
0: anymore. Mm.
1: And uh, but we ended up going somewhere. And uh, some friends had invited us somewhere. I think we went all the way to Thomasville, Georgia. Wow. And I, I'll never forget the uh, the apostle there. He looked right at me, called my name. Had never seen me, didn't know me. And he was like, I mean, he looked at me and said, "Greta, come here." You
0: know what I wow. Want?
1: things and I remember going out the spirit and I, I remember, you know, just getting up and he said, You you a pastor and I was like, I'm not a pastor. <laughs> and then he was like, All the people that follow her here raised their hand. I think it was like 13 He was like, you're their leader and I was like, I'm not their leader. <laughs> so I, I fought with for a while but um, you know, just kept going to hear him and he just kept uh pouring into me and talking to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he and said, he said, these people following you, he said, you might as well uh, start your a church in Southern. And I was like, start no, church, you know, so I was like, okay, you know, because it was just strange.
0: And then you got to think me growing up Baptist, uh, really didn't believe Right, family. right. So,
1: uh, so that was kind of uh, strange for my family, my mother and my daddy mm-hmm. at, at first. Mm-hmm. I was. She said, the "Lord spoke to her and told her who I was." And she, you know, she left me alone. Wow. I, and so, um, I ended up starting the church, and they were, uh, believe it or not, my children, their friends, all of their friends came. Wow. So we were having church like every Sunday. I started out renting a, um, a banquet, banquet hall. Mm. on Sundays, and then it, uh, started renting it on Wednesdays, and I did that for a while. I used to other people's churches um and
0: people were coming they've always came so wow yeah well you know what when God calls you to it you know and 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 we say this in business a lot but I think people better catch it in the spirit because don't despise humble beginnings or small beginnings you know because I just heard you say that you were renting a banquet hall to have services in. So, and I mean, I know there's some churches, they do, they rent storefronts and different things and stuff, but you got a church now. These folk they still at the storefront or they may not have a church now. So for me, that says, okay, yeah, she was called to this. God ordained for this to happen. So okay so we left the storefront i mean not the storefront mm, excuse me the banquet hall and then where we go from there You're not
1: gonna believe it. i left the banquet hall
0: and went to the park in i remember seeing a video of that it's studs it uh, we park It never rained, or the weather was never bad if it was it was before we got there or after we left we
1: never
0: yeah, I'm getting red shout right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and we went to South Park because
1: the lady that I was renting from at the green door would sit and see the cars coming and see the people. And one day she was just sitting there and, and we were like, who is that? And she came in afterwards and was like, I don't work a job like you. You have all these people coming. And she wanted to just, like, she didn't want to charge me like she was charging everybody else. So thank you for a night to charge me based on the people
0: and wow I,
1: yeah and when she said that i made up my mind that day that i was not coming back in there anymore and uh even during this time she was renting it to somebody else on sunday and wednesday we were kind of running into each other mm-hmm. and, uh, so she got angry because i said i wasn't going to rent anymore and she was like well i'm going to court because i have a contract i said good let's do that i said so i could tell them if you rent place out on the same day that you rented it to me and uh you know we you had a contract so that killed that right the end of that so we went in the park for a while and, um there was a pastor there was a, a businessman uh malik shavaz uh-huh. he passed away
0: uh-huh.
1: and uh he had a building and he offered for me to use his building rent free wow on, yeah on sundays and wednesdays and uh so we went in there for a while and, um, uh, the Lord just kept telling me, this actually the church where I was in the ministry where the uh, apostle said that I was a pastor, we left there, but my name was on the church and it was in the foreclosure with my name on it. Yeah. Uh, and it was in foreclosure when I went in, when I got in the ministry, I left it. I got my ministry together and uh, people started coming and I had a, a great following um, and I had books and stuff and I went to the Bank of Dusty and I went and talked to him and I was like, you know, nobody's in that church. I said, I have a church, I got my bank statements, you can look at it. And we you know, we'd like to purchase that church. And he told me, he looked at me, he said, I'm not selling you nothing. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. He said, your name is already on it um in foreclosure. I'm not selling you anything. And I remember getting up walking out of the to make a step and uh, but the lord kept saying that's your building and it was like i would go to work and this guy i never forget him, he's not a preacher or anything mm-hmm. he, um, he was on the forklift and he rolled by. and guy, he talking, hey dude i said hey and the lord said that's your building i said what building is that building where he did
0: hmm. And so uh, we kept having church and I remember uh, the Lord speaking to me and told me to go by the church and walk around
1: seven times. Mm. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's a high traffic area. Yeah, but that night, no, not one car
1: passed by until we did the last lap Wow. We found that building seven times with no traffic, and all uh, we were just decreeing and
0: declaring that it was our building, and then I to tell them, listen, when you ride by, call it a noise disturbance center. Okay. Then, ride through there, call right. it. Right, listen. Okay, we are gonna name it. Amen.
1: hmm hmm Went up there for basic training. Now I will never forget it. On that Thursday night, I just remember the power of God falling on me while I was in that hotel room in my bed and I was just speaking in tongues. And I just said, Lord, I don't know what you're gonna do, but I just I know you're gonna do something.
0: hmm
1: And so uh nine oh five, I'll never
0: forget it. Mm-hmm.
1: I had the man's name still saved in my phone. And it rang and his name showed up with you know uh he was the. Uh, manager at Bank of Dudley that's how I had it had his name and I, I was like why is he calling me mm. so I answered and he's like is this Greta Smith I said It is he said do you still want that church I said yes sir I should do said, well come talk to me today and I was telling
0: Amen. Bless uh, God. Yeah, so that
1: so you know, anytime, this is my thing. Anything God ordained you to sustain. So he made sure that uh it was taken care of. We had I mean we 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 had to fight. We had to fight with the city about taxes. We had did the paperwork, you know, to come to taxes them you know, mm-hmm. And um they were still sending us like saying we owe taxes, kept saying they were gonna sell the church for taxes. I had other thought that it was in the paperwork tax sale that we're trying to get it it was it was just, wow it was really a fight people really don't know how bad the fight were How I many preachers fought? you know underhandedly wanted to get that building but uh god told me for it
0: yes
1: and um uh, i remember even when uh by this time i was under somebody in the village building. Went to church one sunday night and he looked at me and snapped his fingers and he looked at me he got just saw a chick fall out the sky mm. on
0: sunday.
1: we went to prayer on that monday had prayer and we came back that wednesday for bible study when we came back the church was flooded
0: wow
1: the church was flooded a little pipe about as big as my finger in the bathroom uh came off of something in the toilet and ran
0: from monday Wednesday
1: and flooded the whole church. Wow, and so we ended up getting the insurance check that
0: caused us to pay off the church and remodel the church. How about that? And remodel
1: the building that was next door that had just been sitting there for just from not being used
0: for so long. Mm. We call that the Purple Palace. That's our fellowship. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I got to come down there and see it. It's a shame I hadn't been down there. (laughs) It's, I, I need, uh yeah, let me, oh, gonna yeah, we know. are, we're going to do better. We're going to do better. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So I know that oftentimes as a woman in ministry that, you know, I know I have family members that just, they have a, okay. It's okay. long as you, you teaching Sunday school, long as you doing, you know, other things, helping prepare for events and stuff. But when you bring in the word, they have a problem with that. So have you run into any experiences with that? You know, whether it be at your church or when you're going out speaking, because every time I turn around, you're somewhere different. So (laughs) what, what has been your experience with that?
1: Wow. Um, it was a fight I've had people that wanted to come and tried to come and other people told them that they shouldn't come and listen to a woman pastor Um, and the thing of it is is how can I pastor as a female because I have a male covering right. and yeah and a lot of people took that where he was saying tell the other women to be quiet talk to your women at home mm. that they weren't supposed to speak in the church so that's he, right he told them that was
0: because why he was trying to teach the women kept
1: interrupting asking questions. Mm-hmm. Right. So what he did was told the brothers like, "Hey,
0: tell you women to be quiet and you right. all answer these at home." So you, know, you have a lot of people that are taking that scripture out of context. Well, not just that scripture, but amen. We just talking about that one right now, but you.
1: <laughs> So my covering is a male, you know, now with the uh, NBIF, the International Fellowship of Covenant Churches, mm-hmm. I've been with them since 2018, but I've always had a male uh, overseer, right. or a male covering,
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: so when you deal with it like that, we're still, you know, covered by the blood, it's, it's God, it's right? God. That's you right. What I mean. Amen. You know, and they've got that scripture that says in the last days, that's what the Lord showed my mom. I shall pour out my a spirit upon all, but your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, they, you know your, your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Mm-hmm. Everybody is going, to, is going to preach. Wow. Um, there were a lot of women that were used in the oh, Bible. Yes.
0: Prophesy. Yes. Those, uh, Myriam, yes. you have, uh, Lois,
1: and all of those that to raise up Timothy and, and during Paul's Right.
0: Family, right. The so there were a lot of women that were active even when Jesus said he was coming back. You know, there was that one woman. That yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I just no. so <clears throat> as a woman in in ministry myself. I, at one time, was over a singles ministry. And so the struggle for a lot of the women was dating, meeting men. Um, I found that oftentimes that, well, let me back up. So I've heard it said, some people tend to think that the church holds women back when it comes to dating. I don't agree with that, but I'd like to get your take on that. Um, but how has it been difficult for you to date? Do you date? Are you interested in dating? How does that come into play for you as a woman of God?
1: in the holy ghost mm-hmm. depending on the anointing that you carry mm-hmm. uh, and what like you know the lord used me in miracles and deliverance mm-hmm. um so it can be kind of challenging right um uh, but i've also just found um uh, i tried to date a couple of times but i i think my wisest thing was in that was um uh, not to bring it make it public
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not that I had anything to hide. Right, right. I got you. And I'm glad that I did not make it public because it didn't work out. Right. So you got to think when you are a
1: pastor single, it doesn't matter whether you're male or female. Right, right. You have to think about when you are a pastor and you're single, and then you begin to introduce your members mm-hmm. to whoever you're dating. Mm-hmm. And then when you all break up, then it causes a breakup for your members too. Right. It's just
0: right. Like they're my spiritual children. So it's just like natural children going to a divorce. Right. And
1: um I thank God that I just kept it kept it quiet because it did you know turn into anything. so I didn't never have to worry about going to explain to people well this didn't work out um or whatever. but it can be challenging unless you know they got to be God right you understand where I am in ministry they got to be God. I mean understand where somebody is uh in their life they have to be God.
0: okay, um, let's let's pause right there. Hold on one minute. We're going to take a break. Okay. Thank you for joining us for empowering her with Monica. And today's guest is my friend, Pastor Prophetess Greta Smith. And so we are talking about dating as women of God. So, okay pastor let's talk about so it it can be challenging to date so and they have to be called they have to be on at least on the same level as you or so let's talk about some boundaries what what are you looking for um if you're if you say somebody asks you out on a date what are your red flags? When do you know, oh, no, nah, we can't. Uh-uh. Well, um, in my thing, when you say dating, um, what, they, what the
1: world calls dating,
0: right. going out with this person, going out with that mm-hmm. person, I don't do that. Right. Um,
1: but I, if I'm going to be going out with that
0: person, or hanging out with
1: that person, it's got to be somebody that
0: Okay. So um I've never So we're talking about courting. Court, yeah, because I don't date. Amen. Like, and there is a difference between courting and dating. That's another show. Okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Amen. I'm looking for um
1: someone who can respect me, uh, naturally,
0: spiritually, right, physically,
1: mentally. Um Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I, I get inboxed
0: all the time.
1: All the time. I'm sure. All the time. And I never forget this one guy who kept inboxing me. And he was good. He was really, really good looking. Mm-hmm. So I
0: kept saying, okay, did you look at my page? And he's like, what did you look at your page for? So I already knew then. He really wasn't interested in me. Mm-hmm. Because um, if you're
1: really interested in someone, you look at
0: their page. Right, right, right.
1: And I've always been busy. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say, well, in a sense, it could get lonely, but not depressing lonely.
0: Right, right. Or not right.
1: Play, that's all you think about. So right. I have, I have not, um, in these 13 years, I have not did a lot of courses because mm-hmm. I've always tried to be careful. Um, the one the one that I did try, uh the Lord he quickly showed me what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just got out of it. Mm-hmm. But I'm thankful I, I learned. Everybody shared that with me saying you know as a woman of God a pastor you have to be careful in introducing your people and that's the thing even in my home I didn't like you, you, tell you they very few men mm-hmm. so, uh you know even before I started pastor, because that was one thing that I I strived on just as an example for my daughter, my daughters for my son
0: right
1: and even in ministry because you know people would label the women really,
0: really oh dumb. yeah oh yeah a lot faster than they would a man
1: Being careful, uh, just not getting caught up in being lonely, being vulnerable. You know, just being strong in the Lord. hmm uh, And so, yeah, it probably was challenging. It's, you know, I remember a man. Uh, he wanted to date me, and um, I remember him coming to the church. I remember how he was looking around. Yeah, he came to preach, and uh, he told the, he told his cousin that I was high naked, and I told her, I said, I'm not high naked. I'm just not in this place. Right. Yeah, because anytime you know somebody looks at you and they thinking that what you already have by yourself is
0: how amazing that's not true. Right. Great. Absolutely. Now, Absolutely. I just, I even
1: the ministry or whatever, I just don't the somebody that's gonna bring you
0: down. mm huh. So Absolutely. To... yeah maintain or you right because God is in the business of multiplying that's it. He told Adam, fruitful. And, multiply. and multiply. Come on, somebody. <laughs> right and multiply, yes. Yeah, he don't do no division <laughs> or no some sub- subtraction. So mm-mm. So that's what I always look at. Um to just look at, yeah, I'm gonna look at it. You know, or
1: are they gonna better me? Be,
0: hmm You know, am I gonna be the to thing where I am? At least let me be the to thing where I am. Right, but you know, here's the thing even if you're not in a you a uh, you're not a woman in ministry you that should be your you're mindset right. yes. that should be the right. way you think anyway now that's why i said naturally you want somebody
1: that's you know um why should i end up courting
0: someone that's gonna take away from me now the things that i used to be able to do alone by myself that i can't do anymore right yeah yeah, I totally agree. I I can remember um uh I was as a new minister, I remember going we were out to dinner and a friend, uh girlfriend of mine was with us and so she had ordered a drink. And so the waitress asked me, Did, you know, because she get me anything. And I said, no, I'll just have a refill on my tea, you know. And so my daughter said to me, my oldest daughter was like, well, you didn't want a daiquiri? You didn't want a glass of wine? I said, no, I'm good. So on the way home, we were having a conversation. She said, I said, even if I wanted one, I wouldn't do it in public. Right. And she said, but why? And I said, because I said, first of all, we are a part of a well-known ministry i have people walk up to me all the time and say i saw you on tv i saw you on youtube i saw okay amen yes you you did but i have to be careful i was cautious about how i live my life not just for those people who i thought may see me as from tv or whatever but I, I knew that my daughters were watching me.
1: Right.
0: You know, um, drinking ain't never been my thing. You know, there were, I mean, I think we've all been young and we've all done things and we we might have had a, a wine cooler, a drink, you know, but th- that wasn't my, you know, okay, whatever. I have been there, done that over, over right. it, you know. Um, but I think A lot of ministers forget that you're leading people who are very impressionable. And I don't care how old they are. This walk, you can be easily detoured if you're not strong in the Lord, if you're not totally sold out. It's just Satan going to come at you with everything he got. The harder you try to stay on course, the harder he's going to come after you. And as a leader, I just think it's your responsibility to behave a certain way. I'm not saying you can't have a drink. That's not what I'm saying. The Bible says you can drink. It, you don't be a drunkard. However, I just feel like that's if I'm going to do that, I'm just going to do that in the privacy of my own home because i don't ever want it said that well because you know people do this well pastor monica or minister monica was drinking why can't i have one no it's not do as i say and don't don't do as i do or how, how does that saying go do as i say not as I do. right there you go it, you know gone are the days for that i just believe that we need to live what we preach and so i'm very even I'm, I'm i'm one of those women that really believe in teaching the younger people i believe that the older women should be teaching these younger women how they should be walking and living their lives and unfortunately we ain't doing it well you know you have women now that want to be 16. they
1: don't want to be church mothers I uh, yeah they don't yeah. want to be in competition with the younger
0: women that's stupid um but you, have, but you have that going on because they don't want to they feel like they're getting old being a church mother to me has nothing to do with your age it has to do with the wisdom right okay finally somebody else agrees with me like come on now because the bible women not to be anybody you know and
1: so our key no matter what whether we are mother parents or prophets or apostles whatever
0: Yes, yes. Matter no matter what. And so, like you said, uh, we have
1: to be careful what we do because if you take a drink and somebody sees that, that may be their downfall. And a lot of people don't like to deal with it, but if, if something I did caused somebody to stumble or miss God, that's blood on my hands. Yes, it is. And so people don't want to deal with it. Everybody groans, but, you know, and I just, I truly believe it. Like you said, even though you had a friend, I wouldn't, uh, but uh, I'm not going to socially drink just to impress my friends. Yeah, absolutely. I you know, even with my family, when we have
0: uh, family time, you know, things change since COVID came. Right, right. We, you know, gather for family things. I, I love my family. I know
1: that they, some of them do whatever they want to do. But they had enough respect to do it outside. Or outside. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: doing whatever and I'm, I, I, I I appreciate it. right right the and fact so, that they respected you enough to so, go so, down so, the road right so I can't go to their house and say okay ain't nobody drinking and nobody smoking I gotta
1: understand that's somebody else out right. I so I go in show my respect you know
0: hang out for a little while and then I'm gone Right. So, so they can do whatever they do right and so, absolutely so, yeah. and because it's big because sometimes what happens is you end up
1: people end up hanging with people. Drinking with people, doing stuff with people, and then when you get ready to try to convert them to Christ, the first thing they're gonna be
0: is say, "How you gonna do this?" To me? We used to drink together. We used to do whatever. Preach, yes, you know, absolutely. You young pastors, young leaders,
1: you know, you have to be very careful what you do, who you're hanging with, and, and you know, uh, you, you just gotta try to walk it
0: clean. As that you. absolutely, absolutely. absolutely that's right that's right i totally agree so i'm gonna ask you to to talk to maybe a sister that's new in christ maybe she's new in ministry um give her some words of encouragement um maybe she's in a relationship that um is not respectful of her walk in christ talk to her give us some healing work and some something to think about as we continue on this journey so
1: this is what you have to think about this is what i look at because we are human and so some people are already in a relationship Mm -hmm. and then they get saved right and so hmm okay and uh my biggest advice to somebody is take that one day at a time because just because you got saved does not mean that whoever
0: you're dating recording wants to be saved that's right and so um
1: you have to you have a place where you know some people they just like drop it forget it but maybe today is not their day but maybe in time because mm-hmm. if I could have by a wife and you wouldn't draw the yes okay.
0: That's right. You have to be able to uh, come to an agreement or an understanding. So I
1: would say to anybody that, you know, if you're in a relationship or courtship and you're new to ministry, uh trying to keep trying to live right, listen to God, listen to uh your pastor and not, not all these other people. That's right. Because people always say if they were you what they were doing, the first key thing you gotta always remember they are not you. That's right. And that's why I tell people they are not you. So I would say to that, sister, um, before you throw it all away, pray. Mm-hmm. Have a conversation. Come to an understanding because you may have the right person that may, may be not ready to be
0: saved yet, but love you enough to expect your spirit to out. Yes, that was, to get there. that's good. That's the Lord, man, come anyway. That's right. So a lot of times we force our family
1: members, our children, into what we call being saved and they're not ready,
0: mm-hmm. so
1: they fail go back out there before it's all
0: because it's just not their time that's right. you have to understand that that's right that's no right how bad we want it. that's right thank you my sister thank you thank you thank you for joining me um for being faithful my god 13 years i'm still i don't know why i'm just still stuck on the 13 years i think you know i'm uh, let me just be really honest i think i'm it's more about me being embarrassed and mad that i haven't been there down there like i should have but i'm gonna do better i'm gonna surprise you and pop up and you're gonna look up and be like (laughs) i'm like it's me girl but (laughs) I, I i really appreciate you this was something that god put on my heart uh actually about a year ago and i just did not know how to make this happen and so and then i started the podcast in october and then i was like oh this will be good okay okay god i see you. i see you putting it together you know and so and i said okay well who who Okay, I got to have somebody And of course, the first person he showed me was you And so I said, oh yeah, I got to call my sister I got to So I am so glad to be able to see you to, um, today But um, I'm so proud of you I love you And uh, I know God is going to continue to bless you In the work that you're doing In in the great city of Dublin But um, thank you again, And, um, and so thank you everyone for tuning in to Empowering Her with Monica. And my special guest today was my sister, Pastor Prophetess Greta Smith. Thank you for tuning in to Empowering Her with Monica. A Daylight Inc. production. To connect with Monica, please visit Facebook at I Am Daylight or Instagram, I Am Daylight. Or you may visit our website at daylightinc.org.